The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Yes? Charlie, Madge. Yeah, how is he? How is he? Well, he, he didn't sleep much at all last night. Yeah, well, I thought he'd need a little moral support, <laughs> so I said to Madge here last night, I said, set the alarm for 7 o'clock. we got to get over to the Pipers by 8.30. Oh, and I can tell you it takes a mighty worthy cause to get me out of bed at 7 o'clock. <laughs> oh, Madge, really, what a... Awfully nice of both of you. Well, I figured we ought to drive you down. <laughs> That's all he needs to be so nervous he gets another ticket for reckless driving. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm nervous myself. It's sweet of both of you to... Oh, darling, Charlie's taking the morning off, and we're going to be right there in the courtroom with you. Oh, that's wonderful, Madge. It's silly, I guess, to get so nervous over a simple case of jaywalking. Oh, honestly, I wish he'd paid the fine when he got the ticket a month ago. All this business of being so noble and... Wanting to fight for his rights, really. Listen, if he didn't jaywalk, you should admire his courage in taking it to trial. Courage? Well, he doesn't seem so courageous this morning, I tell you. He hasn't slept. His hands are shaking like a couple of hummingbirds. He's changed his tie six times. Oh, do you think I dressed all right, Madge? I thought this plain... Navy blue with a little white collar, you know, That's we talked perfect, about. honey. It's just perfect. Simple. Mm -hmm. That's the way it should be. Yeah. The wife of the criminal should hey, always be... The defendant, be... the defendant, Madge, not criminal. He was only jaywalking. All right, the defendant, then. Anyhow, in books, the wife should be dressed simply, so it makes a good impression and doesn't look as if she's wild or anything. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think anybody would ever think I was wild, Madge. Look, look, it's nearly 8.30. He's got to be there by 9, doesn't he? Shouldn't we get started? Yes, I guess he's going over his speech again. Oh, he finally got a very nice speech written. Well, I shouldn't keep calling it a speech. It's a few words about his rights and our rights and liberty and... Well, I don't know, but it's, re it's really very good. You, you know when he's on the witness stand and asked what he has to say, you He know. was writing that last Thursday. Well, he's revised and polished it, Madge. Oh, there, there you are, dear. Charlie and Madge came to drive us down. Well, hello there, Patrick Henry. How are you? Oh, cut it out, Madge. <laughs> Leave him alone. Ah. Are you ready to go, pal? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Got a watch handy? Is the second hand easy to read? Well, if it is, I hope you'll take a moment soon to watch it. On the face of a clock, a second really isn't very long, is it? Yet, thanks to the miracle of network radio, CBS radio needs no more than a second or two to take you wherever things are happening. On CBS news features like the World News Roundup or the World Tonight, you can bridge oceans and span continents in a flash to learn exactly what's going on in remote places from ace CBS news correspondents who are stationed on the spot. Seven mornings a week, as most of these same stations present the World News Roundup, visit London, Rome, Tokyo, or anywhere else the big news story is breaking for eyewitness details. Every evening, let the world tonight be your magic carpet. With direct reports by CBS newsmen and lively interviews with people in the news, the world tonight will bring you right up to the minute with history, without wasting a minute of your time. <laughs> Where's your 
don't know your pal. I don't know. I don't know. He said he'd meet me here in the corridor outside the courtroom. Well, he'll be here, dear. Now, don't worry. <laughs> well, I... Madge, do you think I have too much lipstick on? Uh... I just put on a dab. No, no, dear. It's just perfect. Oh, uh, listen, I think maybe I'd take the earrings off. Well, they're just pearl buttons. I, I thought they'd be all right. No, I'd take them off. You... What, what do you think, dear? Dear? Uh, what? Do you think I should take these earrings off? Are they too much? Earrings. Earrings. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Will you stop fussing about how you look? I, well, dear, I, I want to give the effect of a quiet, respectable wife who wouldn't possibly have a husband who jaywalks. I wasn't jaywalking. I, I could... know, dear. That's the point. Oh, dear, I've never been in court before. I don't even know what it's like. It's look, so... look, you two ought to stop <laughs> being so nervous. There's nothing to it. Well, maybe so, but it's when you don't know about something that you do get worried, Charlie. Well, I'm not nervous. Not nervous, my darling. Your lips are just trembling. Oh, then they're not trembling. I'm... Just going over what I'm going to say on the witness stand. Oh, well, uh, well, I hope you remember it, dear, because it's awfully good. Tell Charlie and Madge the one sentence she wrote, you know, the one I thought was just wonderful, the one I liked so much. Oh, honey, you know? oh, no, no, it, it's not so. Yes, it is, honey. Tell them. Come on, come on, tell them. Come on, tell them. Leave them alone. Maybe he doesn't feel like it. Maybe he wants to save it for the courtroom. That's the way I felt when I was in the women's club play. You know that marvelous speech I had at the end of the second act. Oh, simply marvelous. Oh, yes, Madge. Well, anyhow, well, I never wanted to really give it all it had at the rehearsal. It was the kind of speech that you have to say for the performance. Uh-huh. Oh, you were wonderful, Madge, I remember. But right now, dear, tell Oh, her, Edward, her. sacrifice anything but not your son. Yes, yes, you must know. It's true, Edward. He is your son. Oh, Madge, cut it out for the love what? of Mike. People are looking at it. Oh, Charlie always hated my being in that play because I had to kiss George Walker. He's still jealous after four years. Jealous <laughs> of George Walker? Oh, look, yeah. you too. Never mind that now. I'm, I'm oh, meaning... sure, sure. I'm, I'm sorry, Madge, interrupt. Corrupted, pal. Oh, no, no, that, that, that's all right. Darling, huh? tell him the one line that's so good. Go uh, well, I, there's nothing so special about yes, it. Yes, sir, it is. Tell him. I just feel that as long as I'm taking this thing to trial, that I don't want to just get up on the witness stand and merely say, no, no, I wasn't jaywalking, you know. Yes, yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. I thought I ought to say a few words, uh, very simply, but I hope eloquently <laughs> about the rights we have in protesting our innocence, even though it seems trivial. Well, and yeah, don't give the whole speech here. I mean, just give the one line I like. The one about justice. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, it yes, this. Uh, it, <clears throat> it is my belief that unless the key of truth opens the door of justice, the door to injustice remains forever locked. Isn't that good? What does it mean? Oh, for Pete's oh, sakes, man. What do you mean, what's it mean? It's darn good, pal. The yes. boy, who's this coming down the corridor looking like Adolf Manjou? Well, oh, it's morning, Mr. Manjou. Good morning, good morning, Mr. Oh. Piper, Mrs. Piper. Oh, oh yes. hello, Mr. Oh. Masterson. This so is Mr. Glad. and Mrs. Bemis. They're friends of ours. you got here. Hi, isn't it a lovely morning? When I woke and saw the sunlight streaming in, I was reminded of Robert Browning. God's in his heaven, all's right with the world. Uh, well, shall we go in? Yeah, Court should be convening in a few minutes. Go in? My gosh, I thought I, I was to meet you here to discuss things. I mean, what, what's going to happen? Uh, now, my defense... Now, now, Mr. Piper, didn't I tell you to stop worrying and leave your defense to me? Oh, yes, 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 you did. But, but, but I've given a great deal of thought to what I want to say on the witness stand, and which I think is important. Well, of course, I, of I, course. I, and I've given a great deal of thought to what I'm going to say, Mr. Piper, which is also important. Now, you put yourself in my hands. But look here, I, I don't even know what to do or what, what's going to happen. I, the less you know what's going to happen, Mr. Piper, the better you will appear as a man of honor, sincerity, and truth. When I ask the court to look at you as simple, average citizen who never in his whole what, what, life... What do you mean, simple, average? Well, now, dear, I, I know what he means. What Mr. Mean? Piper, trust me. 
Now let's go in. The first case on the docket is People versus Piper. Quiet in the courtroom, please. Uh, Mr. Piper, you have previously pleaded not guilty to this charge of jaywalking. Is that still your plea? Yes. Yeah, yes, it is, Your Honor. You may be seated. Oh. Uh, will Officer Gridley, who made the charge, step before the bench and read his report of the summons? <coughs> Look, uh, when, uh, when do I get up on the witness stand after this? No, I shall cross-examine the officer. Oh. Read the summons, officer. <clears throat> uh... On October 15, 1958, I was standing at the corner of 6th and Main, where I am regularly stationed, and where there are traffic lights and signal signs indicating that pedestrians are permitted to walk or not walk, depending on how the traffic lights are gone at the time. In violation of the ordinance enforcing the observance of the walk and do not walk signs, the defendant in my presence proceeded to walk across Main Street in a northerly direction while the lights were against him, and while a do-not-walk sign faced in his direction. Is there anything further that you observed, officer? No, Your Honor, there was nothing further that I observed. Mr. Piper, you have heard the evidence of the arresting officer. You have the right to offer your own testimony, or to offer the testimony of witnesses. Are you represented by counsel? I say, Mr. Piper, are you represented by counsel? Darling, the judge is talking to you. Stand up and say yes. Oh, I... Uh, stand up. I... Uh, Miss Piper. Mr. Piper. My goodness, what's happened? Your Honor, may I ask for a recess? Mr. Piper has fainted. Darling, for goodness sake, speak to me. Can't somebody get a doctor? Charlie. He doesn't need a doctor. He's just fainted. Shouldn't he be lying down? There's a couch over there. Br uh, no, Bring no, no, darling. Charlie's doing the right thing. You should always keep their heads pushed down so the blood rushes back to the head. Oh, oh, oh there, uh, darling, honey. Oh, golly. Honey. Oh, yeah. Where, where am I? You're all right. You're What's in happened? an ante room just off the courtroom. I've got... Courtroom? Courtroom? What, yes, what, what happened? You're what, okay, pal. Now, don't worry. Oh, I'm... Yeah, but what, what happened? What, what happened? You fainted, dear. Uh, fainted? Yes, dear. I suppose the strain of this was more than we thought. Fainted? I never fainted in my life. Well, well you're darling, dead today, you fainted, pal, dear. but that's okay. Well, now, he... don't worry about it. Could happen to any fainted. of us. Fainted? Fainted for the love of my God. Well, are you feeling better? Oh, oh. yes, yes. I mean, I... I but I, I don't understand this. I never in my life... I, I'm very sorry, Mr. Masterson. Let's get back in there. Oh, and no, no, try no, to... no, no. I think we should ask for a postponement. Oh, I do too. He's really in no condition. I mean, he's. <laughs> what? I, I'm perfectly all right, I tell you. I'm, I'm fine. Really. Have him lie down on the couch. A doctor will be right here. Lie in down. the meantime, I'll see what I can do about a postponement. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Come on, now come I'm... on, get your shirt off. You're going to get undressed and get into bed and stay there. Come on, get your but, arm out. I tell you, I feel fine, Willie. Really. I, I do, I tell you, except that I feel like a darn fool. Well, but there's I, I... no need to, dear. Mr. Masterson said many people faint in the courtroom. Men, too, so you don't need to be ashamed. But I... He said usually it's the innocent ones who do, too, because they're so appalled at finding themselves in the courtroom. So he said fainting didn't hurt your case a bit, darling. It's understandable. You were nervous. I wasn't nervous. I mean, not, a, not after I got in there. I wasn't. I, it was just a, that the room must have been hot or something. I don't well, understand. Well, no, it wasn't, dear. Now, I'll fix you a cup of tea, honey. Well, I don't know. I, 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 I couldn't breathe, really. Yes. That, that's all it was. You know, I, uh -huh. I, I stood up to answer that judge, and I, I just felt like I, 
I couldn't breathe. I felt kind of choked, you yeah, know. Yeah, sure. Well, you were emotionally upset. I wasn't. No. Fact is, I, I was very interested. I, I, I was listening, and uh -huh. j just suddenly, like, I, I, I couldn't breathe. Well. My, my collar felt so darn tight, and, uh, uh -huh. my, look, I have never fainted in my life. Now, and dear. Now to have it postponed for another dear. week, my gosh, I, I don't, what's the matter? What size collar do you wear? What size? Fifteen and a half. That's what I thought. This is a fourteen and a half. Well, well, it isn't even your shirt. Well, no, look at the laundry mark. The initials H-K-W. Why, the laundry sent back somebody else's shirt. Well, don't look at me, dear. It's not my fault. Didn't you notice the collar was tight when you put it on? Yes. Yes, yes, I did. I thought, thought maybe I was gaining weight or something. Oh, people don't gain that much weight around their necks, not suddenly an inch. Well, honestly, 14 and a half, no wonder you couldn't breathe. Oh, oh uh, really, dear. Oh, boy, I'll bet I was a sight sliding under that table in the courtroom. Well, it was very dramatic, dear. Oh. It was people rushed up, you know, oh, and I, you were carried out. I oh, tell you, it could only a, happen to me. Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Audrey Christie, Don Briggs, House Jameson, Raymond Bramley, and Joseph Julian and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door. Next Door.